Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Big Bad Toy Store, where you can pre-order the newest waves of Hasbro Marvel Universe, Marvel Legends, and Marvel Movie Action Figures. With foreign toys, high-end statues, prop replicas, hot toys, and more, Big Bad Toy Store is the first stop for Marvel collectors. Plus, check out their other great toys and collectibles, and use their bag of loot to save on shipping. Find it all at BigBadToyStore.com. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, coming to you from San Diego Comic-Con International. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. Be sure to come to MarveliciousToys.com, where you can see hundreds of pictures of items shown on the convention floor, and join in the forum conversation with other listeners. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, live from San Diego Comic-Con 2013. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie. And this is Justin. And we are on the floor, literally sitting on the floor. But guys, we did it. We got through the Hasbro line. I don't think I can get up, seriously. I'm stuck. I did not get through the Hasbro line. I did not even attempt the Hasbro line. Justin's been calling me, what, the panicker now? <laughs> yeah, mass panic mass panic and that's because I was so in a knot about the Marvel shop that I went there I let you guys handle the Hasbro line so how did it go how was Hasbro well I made it and I think that I may have knocked someone down on accident getting to the line he was it's kind of like a horde of zombies going towards one person this guy just happened to be standing in the middle of the aisle when they announced the floor was open and everybody just ran and the look on his face was priceless I did get crushed people were really just pushing and shoving and everything and I was against a wall I did get crushed but I did manage to when they opened up the gate I was within the first three rows and made it out there in record time actually about 20 minutes, right? Yeah, it only took me 20 minutes. It actually took me longer to process the transaction because they were slow than it took for me to even get up there. It's really amazing, actually, because Marjorie and I were standing next to each other when they yelled, floors open. And we kind of got separated by the crowd, and I, next thing I know, she's ahead of us, and my wife and I ended up, I'd say probably about 50, 60 people behind you, and it was an hour and a half difference in the wait. It's slow going. It's hard to believe that it would take that long. I mean, you'd think that people would get up there. It's a very limited number of options. It's not going to be like, all right, so which figures are in the Thunderbolt set again? And how much is it? Let me um, let me think on that one. And let me can I see that one from the back? Do you have it in a different size? It should be pretty freaking quick. Yeah, and it seems like a smaller selection than in past years. I mean, there's not as many exclusives. You know, there's there's two for Marvel, and that's great. But there's only one Star Wars one. Well, if you count Angry Birds, but there's no Hasbro three and three quarter inch Star Wars one. So overall, there's not as many exclusives offered. But you're right. It was it was moving slow. I don't know what people were doing up there. And for Marvel, I wondered if there would be a secret, because last year, at the last minute, we found out about the Masters of Evil set, and we were kind of surprised by it. But no, this year, they have the Deadpool taco truck, which is awesome. Well, we were rousted 
twice by fire marshals who didn't like where we were sitting. We didn't notice the post-it note saying don't sit here, so we are now outside and a little after eight, I think everybody's gone home. But to continue the conversation where we were, got through the Hasbro line, the Hasbro exclusives, the Deadpool taco truck, and the Thunderbolt set. Yeah, I can't wait to break into them and check them out. It's been just go, go, go since I've been whip world out of the line. So, you know, got out, found you guys, sat down, like you said, got rousted twice at varying degrees of niceness, I should say. <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested to take a look at them up close. I'm really digging the Thunderbolt set though. I'll tell you that much, just at a quick glance. It's it's cooler than the, the preview shots that we saw earlier. It did look nice. Now you only got one of the Thunderbolt sets, Marjorie? Yes, I did. And it's a huge set. I like the packaging on it. It's tall and concave. It, it's very impressive packaging. Yeah, I think I predicted that it was going to be two feet or bigger back when we saw it, and it's it's pretty close. I'd say it's two and a half feet, maybe. That's why I think we decided to just get one, is I'm not really a Minton package collector in general. I've never kept any Legends Minton package or six-inch figures. So looking at that, looking how big it is, looking at how much space it would take to display, I'm like, Ugh. It, it was nice packaging, but it wasn't any nicer than, say, a Walmart gift set. Yeah, the outer packaging is cool, but the way the figures are displayed inside of it is nothing special. It's just, you know, the six figures intertwined in there, you know, back and forth. It's against a black background, really. Nothing that eye-catching to keep boxed up and on a shelf. But we did get two of the Deadpool taco trucks. I was kind of hemming and hawing because those tacos are not displayable after you take the Deadpools out. Yeah, being the Deadpool guy, I only ended up getting one. I don't know if that was lack of sleep or just being in line too long, but I think one's enough because the way I look at it, you can't display them on the taco anyway. So if I'm going to have a box, the box is displayable once you open them no matter what. So it just comes down, do you want Deadpools on tacos? Mm, I don't think I need them both ways. I think they're missing a huge marketing opportunity here by not having a Deadpool taco truck out in the food cart area of Comic-Con. Because a lot of times there's little areas where food trucks congregate around lunchtime for people. And I think they're missing a huge, huge opportunity not serving Deadpool-themed tacos, actually, for people. And yet, I wonder if I would want to eat them. Hey, the con is still young. You know, it is just preview night. There might be a Deadpool taco truck. Hey, maybe so. That would be kind of awesome. I mean, they charge for them. They don't have to give them away, but I think that would be a great tie-in with the taco truck. Well, God knows there's enough Deadpool. Justin, you even snuck a Deadpool t-shirt out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't unveiled it yet, but I did take a pic. I, uh, I replaced some of our more well-known characters in our logo with some various Deadpool heads. Seeing that this is the year of Deadpool, obviously. <laughs> So while you guys were doing the Hasbro line, I was over in the Marvel shop, and I was the 12th person in line. I was feeling pretty good about that position, but yet everybody was saying, what's the limit on what I can buy? What's the limit on the quantities? Can I buy 100? And I'm like, are these people talking about Old Man Logan? No, everyone around me was a comic collector. All they cared about was the variant cover X-Men and the variant cover Deadpool kills Deadpool. Nobody gave a damn about Old Man Logan. Nobody cared about the egghead Iron Man statues, the coffee mugs, the glassware. There were a few little passerbys, tourists, who were like, yes, I will take one Spider-Man cup and nothing else, but nobody cared. It was all about the comics, buying a hundred of the comics. It was like, 
the people behind me in line, there were five of them, all from Graham Crackers Comics, and they were buying a hundred of each of the covers just to take and sell from Graham Cracker Comics. Wow, that's that's a pretty penny too. I mean, at ten bucks a cover, that's that's a grand right there just for just for comics, but. Yeah, I mean, being the collectors that we are, obviously our eyes go directly towards the Hasbro item. But, hey, I tell you what, if this is Marvel's first time at not understanding limits or if they're never going to do limits, this is this is great, you know? I mean, the, the confusion started earlier in the day when we heard that there were no limits and it was 1999. For the old man Logan. For the old man Logan. And I still haven't heard exactly how that went down. Well, I'm here to tell you because I was number 12 in line. Well, number three in line went up there and I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention, but he was the first person and the only person before me to buy an old man Logan. And they brought out a stack of 10 old man Logans for this person and he had to sign up and give his email address and everything. And they had no problem giving him 10. And so I'm like, all right, I knew you were in the Hasbro line. So I started texting you and I texted some people back home who, you know, being the collectors that we are, as you say, I get a lot of requests for, can you get me this exclusive? Can you get me that exclusive? And a lot of the problem is size. A lot of the problem is availability and limits. And I just can't get everything for everyone. But for once, I was able to. I'm like, all right, who wants an old man Logan? I guess there's no limits. And to clarify for the listeners, I did not scalp a single one. I got them for friends. I got them at cost. And I went up there, and I did have to give my information. And when I was done with my purchase, and I'll talk about the other stuff I bought, but they said, the guy said to me, now you can take this piece of paper I'm giving you right over there, and they can sign you up for their subscription. But I'm kind of guessing you don't want that. <laughs> well, you'd have like what four years at that at that rate of subscription. I think I'd still only get one month. Here was the key: was we had posted because the sign on the booth was a little confusing. It showed Old Man Logan and said 19.99, but then it said 19.99 and one month subscription. So was it a question of how are they going to limit the subscriptions? Is it that you have to subscribe for a month at least and you get the figure and you're paying for the subscription? How is this working? Basically, what it was is if you buy the figure, you're getting a free month. And I don't think they were going to give me a free year of subscription. They would have given me one free month. That's weird. I wonder what they do at the end of that month because they didn't offer the year. I mean, it used to be last year they offered the figure with a yearly sign-up or you could do a monthly but no figure. Right, right. And actually, one time I was able to do the monthly with a figure. It was here at Comic-Con. It was two, three years ago. It's when I got my Archangel figure right from them. I was able to do a monthly because I'd already paid for an annual with no figure. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out in a month if they're hitting you with a hard sell to sign up for another annual. But I already put down my username and my email address that I'm registered under. So we'll have to just see what happens. I think if I'd gone over there, maybe they would have wanted credit card information to rebill. One thing I found interesting was they were yelling through the line, no cash, no checks, no Discover cards. So that actually thinned the line out. I don't think I was 12th at first, but then a lot of people like just had big wads of cash, and so they were leaving. Yeah, and see, that's always a tough thing to decide because so many places don't take credit cards. No one takes Discover Amex. Just forget that crap anyway. But, I mean, we have a wad of cash, and we have a variety of credit cards for this very reason. Please don't mug us. What about Diners Club? Did they take Diners Club? Telly Savalas will <laughs> say yes. But I did get 
as the 12th person in line, I was the first person buying the Egg Attack Iron Man statues that were limited to 100 pieces of each. I got all three at 80 bucks a piece. Marjorie, I got you the Avengers old-timey shirt and the Guardians of the Galaxy coffee mug. I know, and you surprised me with a coffee mug because I told you, eh, I don't want it because I didn't really want to carry it. And then we were standing in line at Diamond, and you said, oh, I got you something. I'm like, what? And you get me the coffee cup, so thank you. I did get just two each of the comic covers, and basically it's redundancy because I'm afraid one's going to get damaged. They weren't bagged and boarded. So I got one, two each of the covers of the exclusive comics. People were looking at me like, just two? You're, you're, you're just getting two? You're getting all those damn figures? You're, you're just, just two of the comics? <laughs> yeah, I think I think your mass panicness is uh, doesn't quite translate over to the printed page. <laughs> <laughs> so... That was all very successful. I then went over to Lego, and Lego was not doing a raffle today. It was get in line and buy the exclusives. And so I got in line, but right when I was like five people from the front, they said sold out for today. So I'm going to go back tomorrow and try the raffle to get that Spider-Man and Spider-Woman exclusive minifigure that they've just announced. Because there were a couple of last-minute announcements of exclusive. Gentle Giant has the... Peter Porker, the amazing Spider-Ham minibus, continuing the Squirrel Pool Throg animal busts. And we're going to pick that up, right? Already ordered it. $12 shipping, but I'm in the Premier Guild, and it's one less line I have to wait in. Yeah, he's smaller than I thought. You know, I didn't realize that it was going to be in the same scale as the, the dead squirrel, but I guess that makes sense. Squirrel Pool is tiny, though, so I think they're all going to be around the same. And I heard from someone else that their line at Gentle Giant was maybe 10 minutes, and that's it. It didn't look that long, but it's a big box to have to ship. And the fact that they can ship it to my house, the fact that I didn't have to worry about it, I like that it's these tiny bus for these animals because that keeps the price around 45 bucks. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, I mean, I didn't even make my way over to that booth yet. I mean, like I said, I spent my whole night in the Hasbro booth, and... You know, over the next few days, we've got quite a few more places to hit. We still have Entertainment Earth, Funko. Funko, I made my way over to. They have moved. They're in the far back corner. Their line was capped for the night. They're, they and Lego are now my number one and number two for exclusives to get. Now, just really quickly, though, talking about some of the stuff on the floor, if you haven't been to the Gentle Giant booth, then you haven't seen that Iron Patriot statue that they're going to be selling, have you? No, but I've heard, and I saw a snapshot on, on Facebook, so I can't wait to see it in person. It is glorious. It is astounding. I thought it might just be a display piece. It was so nice that they might not sell it, because you got Kotobukiya with the Yard FX. You've got Sideshow with the premium formats. I'm getting very confused who has what scale. I think this might be the, the one-fifth scale, and I think that's an unexploited scale for them, but it is so detailed, so nice. It is very much up there with the type of things I'd buy. I, I got to see a price tag on it. I'm guessing 400, 500, but it is nice looking. Yeah, on top of that and the I walked past a booth earlier that had those those die-cast Iron Man that we talked about. Play imaginative? Yes, and wow, those look way better in person than I could have imagined they could. They have smaller scale ones. They have the 18-inch scale ones and those might be calling my name too. 
The six inch ones are exactly in the scale with the Marvel Legends. I mean, they look like Marvel Legends figures that basically want to come up and smack yours. Like, they want to take off their glove and smack your Hasbro figure across the face, then throw it on the ground to duel because they will kick Hasbro's ass. Yeah, I mean, sculpt-wise, yeah, they look great. But they just look heavy. They look look like they weigh quite a bit. And you can't even touch them. They're just sitting behind glass. But they... You can tell by looking at them that there's some heft to them. And then I made my way past the Sideshow booth, and I just I just stopped. I just stopped in awe at their Hot Toys display. Now, Hot Toys has their own booth here with Play Imaginative this year, but oh my god, that Hall of Armor. The heavy lifting armor is Ironmonger size, and oh my god. You guys are making me jealous because I got zero chance to see any of this. I was the mule tonight, so I was running stuff to the car and meeting Arnie in various lines and transporting things. I didn't see any of this except the Iron Patriot, which was drool-worthy. And I'm sure we're going to be finding some way to go ahead and make a rotating display. It's very nice looking, but yeah, the play imaginative ones. I only got to see all of this as I was running back and forth. I lost my freaking badge again. I am going to pin it to your freaking ear. I I feel like I need a Hellraiser moment where I just stitch it into my flesh. So really, I was going back and forth, my face on the ground, then heavy lifting armor. Where's my badge? Where's my badge? Where's my badge? I did find it, folks. Yeah, two years in a row, you've lost your badge. So we got to reevaluate and do a postmortem on this and figure out. And the only thing I can figure out is it's going to be pinned to your skin. I think, yeah, flesh piercing time. Yeah, and, you know, I haven't had much of a chance to go by Sideshow. I did catch one of their displays that had, you know, Hulk and, and some of the other stuff in there. Coulson was in there, and they had Chitari in there. I don't know if we'd seen the Chitari before. It had been shown, like, some really leaked camera photos were on the Hot Toys thing, like, eight months ago. And now they're really hitting hard and heavy. The Heartbreaker armor went up for sale today at Sideshow. Yeah, I can feel my wallet crying. I thought you were about to say you could feel your wife crying. That's what it sounded like. Probably probably a little bit of both. (laughs) You're getting it, right? Oh, yeah. Just from the Hasbro booth alone. I mean, took a few uh, quick pics in there while we could. And if you look at our Facebook feed, you'll see there's quite a bit of stuff coming. And we haven't even talked to Hasbro yet, so I'm sure they haven't shown everything yet. But there's, there's a plethora of things in there. Yeah, two more quick things. Tons of stuff. Hit our Facebook page to see all the Hasbro reveals. But the big one, Fing Fang Foom is on display in their booth. I, I talked to him. It's in there. It's the old Build-A-Figure. At first glance, it looked like it might be a new sculpt, but it's the old Build-A-Figure. So a little bit of excitement, then a lot of disappointment. So probably we will never see the Fing Fang Foom that they promised a year ago? So it's kind of like, hey, kids, we're going to go to a vacation. We're going to go to an amusement park in the south. No, not Disney World. We're going to Dollywood. <laughs> That's a pretty good... I mean, the, the old big Fing Fang Foom is still a good figure, but I got excited to think maybe, hey, maybe we're not getting the orange one, but maybe they're using that sculpt. And no, it just ended up being the the older one and in green, but it's in a diorama that looks incredible. There's quite a bit of stuff in that diorama to pour over. And the last bit of news, Kotobukiya, we talked to them at Toy Fair and they were doing the Art FX statues with the Marvel. They have revealed the art for those. I've gotten over there and seen their booth. It is all based on the Addy Granov art, which is the guy who did Iron Man, Extremis, the comic books. I'm actually getting a commission from him here at the con and it is he's one of my favorite marvel artists out there and 
these statues just represent his art so beautifully. It is astounding. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see those yet, but it's on my list of things to do. But just knowing his artwork, it's it's something that I look forward to quite quite a bit. They're going to be very affordable and very space friendly. They're the Artifacts Plus, and you know those from the Star Wars line. They're about seven, eight inches, but incredibly detailed, and they usually go between. 45 and 60. I think the MSRP is 60, 65 or so, but then you can find them on sale for pre-order. Yeah, kind of feels like the getting into the Bishojo line, you know? My Bishojos need somebody to break them up. I, I <laughs> feel a little less pervy that way. Yeah, sometimes the Bishojos are just slightly ever a little bit TNA. So that is our preview night show. I mean, we got most of what we were looking for. The stuff we were really worried about, we have gotten. Now, I still want to hit Lego and Funko, but the big boxes are checked. We've gotten a chance to tour the floor, but we are going to have so much more coming for you next week at our full rundown. We have a lot of interviews scheduled with some special guests and people who've never been on the show before. I just got confirmed for the press conference with Marvel Studios Saturday night, so I will be in a press conference with Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans and maybe other people named Chris. Maybe other Chris's will be there. We can't tell at this point. (laughs) All that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Which is awesome. Right. 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 Right.